Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a brand new podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives. Everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We will even tackle the fictional from time to time too. But we also want to get you, the listener, involved. We want to hear your stories, things that may have happened to you, a friend, a family member, or even a random neighbour of yours. Something funny, something random, something awkward. Let's just try and avoid the sad stuff, shall we? Send your stories to thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com. Send it in writing, an audio clip, or even request to come on the show. Just make sure it's actually true, because that's what makes a story so interesting. Until we have a nice collection of stories from you, the listener, we're going to dive into some of the entertaining true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, especially if you're driving. It's story time. Welcome to episode two. Ryan's back. Hi, Ryan. Hi, guys. How are you? You can't answer me. I don't know why I asked that. Wait, pause. Let them answer. Great. Excellent to hear you. Oh, I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking prison breaks this episode. Yes. Some of the funny ones. Exactly. Some now, Jamie, if you going back to episode one, you told us how you were a superhero. <laughs> and you, have you ever broken out of a prison? Not a prison not, in your own not mind. Not a prison. No? I have... The shackles of life? Um, no, well... I don't know if my parents are going to be listening to this episode anyway. But I used to climb out my bedroom, bedroom window all the time. Was this to tie in with the ninja stuff? No. Was um, there a certain lady Actually, involved? yeah. I, yes? I think no. no. No, no time for ladies back then, mate. <laughs> Too many As a ninja, guys. they couldn't see me. Ah! Um, the John Cena of the ladies. At, at school, I used to break out of the classroom, out the window, and go back through the door and see how many times I can do it without the teacher spotting me. What was your record? I think it was like 16 times. Wow. But but the funny thing was, is there was an adjacent building. Yeah. So the teacher next door saw me doing it the whole time. <laughs> but <laughs> our teacher did not see us doing it. Do you want to give the school a plug so we know how well they're looking after their children? <laughs> No, I wow. really don't. Um, okay, but yes, we're talking prison breaks today, <laughs> and, and we won't be discussing the famous Michael Schofield escape from several prisons until that season's got cancelled, but we're actually <laughs> talking real prison breaks. And as Jamie said, some of the more weird and, and, and comical ones. So I'll let Jamie talk about the first one. All right, we're cracking into September 12th, 2012. No, the world has not ended then. Um, <laughs> it may have for this man. Um, Choi Gapbok, a yoga practitioner of 23 years, was arrested for robbery. Five days later, he escaped by squeezing through a food slot that was only 5.9 inches tall and 17.7 inches wide. Wow. Clearly he'd seen that episode of The X-Files where the guy <laughs> can just contort his way yeah. through that. Wow. Wow. The escape earned him the title of Korean Houdini. Korean Houdini. And how long did... did, I'm assuming he went on to live a long and happy, (laughs) prosperous life? For about six days, yeah. Six days, okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, but what I'm hoping that they didn't put him in yeah. a cell with another little food door or something like that. But, but they probably would have weren't. Well, well, <laughs> unless they didn't tell him. But I hope he, I hope he enjoyed his six six days of freedom. Yeah, and you know didn't just go back to teaching yoga for six days and that's how yeah. he got caught. But, but wow, that wasn't the only 2012 prison break attempt. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Tell well, me oh, about the next one. This is one of my favourites. <laughs> okay. This is one of the more comedical ones. Um, legendary drug trafficker Ronald Silva escaped from prison in Brazil. How, do you ask? I hear you asking that. While his wife was visiting, she gave him her clothes, then shaved his, shaved his legs, applied some lipstick and fake nails and put on a wig. He then walked straight past the guards... And into the car park without drawing any attention at all, except for a very, obs- a very, very, very smart policeman, a very smart guard. Say noticed, observant. Yeah, noticed he was probably checking out the the two hot ladies walking to the car, and then he noticed that one of them was struggling with to walk in the high heels and put two and two together. He went over. She said no to giving him his number, and then he realised it was a male. But wow, that, I mean, how close? I mean, he'd be, Smell he'd be, freedom. yeah, he'd be at the stage where he'd be like, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> working, amazing." I, I would love to think that when he turned around to talk to the guard, he still had a mustache or something, <laughs> like you know, or still had. To, they should went to the trouble of shaving the yeah. legs, but not the face or something. I don't know, but oh, he'd, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be smelling the. The, yeah. You know the takeaway food and the yeah. you know the the everything. And I'm wondering if oh. he if he if he even just put on a lady's voice. Hey oh. you, excuse me. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like, I, what can I do for you, officer? I would I, my, if that was me. <laughs> I would just pretend to be a mute or and just let my wife do the talking for me. She loves to. My wife loves to do the talking for me in most cases, but. Wow, but he would have been so close, yeah. so close to being back as a dr- another drug <laughs> trafficker, making all money, and yeah. then he's just his high heels let him down. What a shame! Now this oh. this next one, it really paints these prison guards in a whole new light to the mm. fact that this actually worked. Two thousand and seventeen, in Alabama. 12 inmates escaped from the Walker County Jail by smearing peanut butter over an exit sign on a door. When the inmates asked the guard to open the door, he thought it was a cell door. So the 12 then scaled the fence using blankets. And uh, 11 were caught within 12 hours, but the last was caught a few days later in Florida. Well, I mean, you can say that... uh that prison guard probably didn't have a job. But look, I'm looking at all of these and the recapture rate is quite good yeah. so far. I mean, six days is the longest. 12 hours, they caught 11 of them. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good record, but really, 12 inmates <laughs> yeah. walked out by smearing peanut butter over an exit sign. And they would have been carrying blankets with them. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> And as as a prison guard, isn't it your job? I mean, feel free if there's any prison guards listening to this. Feel free. I'm sorry, don't attack me, but feel free to send us an email. But aren't you guys a prison guard supposed to know the layout of their yeah. prisons? 
Okay. Could have been his first day. Wouldn't, and I mean, peanut butter has a very distinctive smell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it would have probably been dripping too. Was the prison guard a rat? Mm. No, then he would have smelled it better. Yes, he would have. Look, this guy's probably gone home that day with a um, a very bruised ego, so we should leave <laughs> him alone. But uh, kudos to the uh, the 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 uh, police in Alabama for capture recapturing everyone within at least a couple of days. Yeah. Ah, the next one is probably one of the ones that you guys would know. Uh, the gentleman's name. This is in 1971. And uh, the gentleman's name was Frank Abagnale, and you might know him from the movie Catch Me If You Can with Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, this guy, this guy was pretty good. He this, escaped. This wasn't in the film, no. by the way. But um, so consider this an extension of the. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the film. I would have loved to see it. Hollywood like to embellish things and and put something. They don't always tell the truth, so we do all, here all the truth, <laughs> all the truth. But you'll get nothing but the truth from us, unless it's fiction. Um, <laughs> he basically he escaped from the federal detention center in Atlanta, Georgia. The marshal who transported him to the detention facility forgot his papers, so Abagnale used that to his advantage. He convinced the guard he was an undercover prison inspector. While inside, he had a friend whip up some business cards one prison inspector and one FBI agent, and had them smuggled into the prison. Abagnale then told the guards he needed to speak to the FBI <laughs> agent. They called the number on the card, and the FBI agent, in air quotes, <laughs> told the guards she needed to meet Abagnale outside the prison. And they just let him walk straight out. <laughs> Again, it's not really painting our, fellow, our, our, our lovely prison guards as... But, at the same time... He was a bit of a genius. Oh, he this, was. This Frank he was. If you've seen the movie or you've done your research, he, he, yeah, he. Yeah. I think he would be the one guy that would keep escaping and escaping yeah. and escaping. And he's a bit of a master of disguise and a kind of like he just. He's had his head screwed on right, and he had the right people on the outside to help him out as well. So, look, I reckon if someone breaks out of prison five times. Mm. And can last at least three days each time. I think you should just let them go, <laughs> because I mean that's do, a lot do you think of it. Should be a scratch card. I, it should be like a, a three strikes you're out. Give them five goes. They need to be allowed out for at least three days, without anyone discovering them. And then you know what you're done. Yeah. Records expunged five <laughs> times. I think that's acceptable because if you put that much effort into it, imagine yeah. what you could do for society. But would you restrict that just to white collar crime, or would you give that same? Let's have a bit of fun. I mean, look, put it this way. <laughs> serious serious crimes are going to be executed anyway. Yeah. You know, so within 20 years. I mean, if you can get out of death row five times, look, I'm happy for you to maybe yeah. just keep on the crime. Well, just try and limit the murder if you can, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, definitely check out more history on, on Frank Abagnale and the... Incredible story. And the, the great, great acting from Leo and Tom Hanks in that movie too. All right. What are you feeling about some um, failed attempts? Well, they're all kind of failed. <laughs> well, they got they? out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair call. Fair call. I um, mean, um, okay. So this this one was he actually got out, but it didn't work out in his favour. Ah, it rarely <laughs> so, does. So, 2011. James Russell escaped from the Olympic Correction Center in Washington. 
he made a pretty clean getaway, finding himself alone in the woods and mostly home free. He eventually found himself in a cabin nearby. Uh, nearby Ho, Re- Ho Resort? Ho River? Please tell me Americans if I'm pronouncing that right. H-O-H Rivers Resort. And decided to go in and see if whoever lived there had a phone he could use. Sounds like a decent plan. Yeah, he looks like he's got his head screwed on properly. Yeah, and if anything happened in that cabin, aside from its occupant being a guard at the prison <laughs> he just escaped from... It probably would have been okay. You know what I hear when you tell that story? Boom, 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 boom. The Curb Your Enthusiasm music kicking yeah. in. Ah, uh, you would be just like, you would be living large. You'd be like, I've made it. No yeah. one's following me. No one's chasing me. Open the door. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and he got a free trip back to prison, I'm assuming. Yeah. Wow. And look, I'm not even going to say his plan was flawed. <laughs> No. He he might not have known that the cabin existed. Yeah. He was just like, Beauty, I'm go I see the cabin, I'm gonna go in. Yeah. If no one's there, there might be a landline. And he was still in his prison Yeah, clothes, so. yeah, because he and maybe he was thinking, Look, I'm gonna get out of this prison clothes, I'm gonna do what yeah. I can, take a bit of time and Yeah. Uh, I almost feel like he deserved to be out. <laughs> you know, it's just like it feels yeah. like it's it's one of those stories where you were rooting for him, he was getting there, and then all of a sudden, no, it's not happening. Wow. Oh. So, this, this uh, last one, um, I, yeah, um, <laughs> people, <laughs> if you're ever in prison and you want to escape, just, just, I shouldn't have to tell you, but don't try this. <laughs> don't, just... I mean, I shouldn't have to tell you that you shouldn't try this, but someone actually tried this. 2012, Sydney Neves de Cruz and Carlos Eduardo Barbosa Pereira, Pereira again, I apologise for butchering names. Um, if they're in prison, I don't think they're going to care. <laughs> were being held at the Delegacia de Fertos prison in Australia, no, <laughs> Brazil, when they decided it was time to escape. They did so by waiting till after lunch, Good stuffing plan. themselves into trash bags. Okay. Hiding among the other bags filled with real trash. Mm-hmm. And were hoping to be sent out of prison along with the paper plates and discarded food. Solid plan. They had a good <laughs> me- good feed because I don't know when the next time they're going to have a meal would be. Yeah. And look, if we know there's only a couple of things that go out of a prison on a regular basis, and trash is one of them. I'm, I'm, I like these guys. <laughs> so it should, like I said, it should be obvious to anybody. It was a terrible idea. Wait, that's so far it's going good. <laughs> well, an investigator saw the bags moving around and initially thought it was a rat. Then apparently realised that would be one huge rat, <laughs> and so checked out further to find two grown men squirming around who they very quickly arrested. Oh, if they could only keep still, they would have been successful. But at least <laughs> really? they didn't go to a... What if What if that prison was a prison that used an incinerator to get rid of their garbage? Would have been a completely different story I for these guys. I don't think that would have been... Yeah, you know what? They probably would have would have started yelling and screaming for the heat. So yeah, I get that. But oh, guys, like I mean, if you if you if you end up in prison to begin with, you're probably not cut from the same cloth as the Nobel Prize winners. Yeah. So can we really expect 
aside from uh, Mr. Abigail, geniuses, mm-hmm. because then maybe they wouldn't have gone to prison in the first place. Yeah. But again, if you're one of these criminals or in prison, please do not hunt us down. Um, you can email us and we'll give you a fake address where you can go to find <laughs> us. But look, I guess the main point is don't get caught. <laughs> in uh, or the first place. Actually, it should be don't do bad things and don't do crimes. But if you're going to do them, don't get caught. And if you do get caught, do your time. Yeah. Because. I guarantee you all of these people would have had extra time added to their sentences. Unless your brother is innocent. Yes, and that... We, and you are a genius that gets tattoos then all you over go, your body. Yeah, go to a tattoo shop, work out what prison you're going, your brother's gone to, go to, a, go to a tattoo shop, get a tattoo, break into the prison, uh, commit a crime, get taken to prison, form a, form a, um, a, a group of larrikins who want to all assist you with no ill will in turn, break out of prison... Go on the run, get put back in prison, and have your brother do the exact same thing that you just did for him. That is a solid plan. And And then in the end, you might work for the government. You might work for the government or you might die. (laughs) But um, look, or you might even become a villain and and show up with a cold gun. You never know. (laughs) But don't do bad things. We do not endorse anything like that. But you can do what you want. I'm sure there's a whole lot more that out there. I mean, there's one I left off the list, list, which was a guy, I think it was Brazil, again, tried to escape like Andy Dufresne did in, <laughs> in the Shawshank Redemption and climbed into the sewerage mm. pipe and only made it a two feet before getting stuck. He obviously thought it was a documentary rather than a, a Stephen King novel. Made into a movie. Look, some some things in the movies are true. But I also heard that if you want to say that a movie is based on true events, it only has to be 14% true. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, Eddie the Eagle was 20% accurate. <laughs> there was no Hugh Jackman. I'm sorry, people. Um, yeah. Batman was only 10% accurate. <laughs> you know, but no, look... It's just, there's a lot more out there. There's the Alcatraz ones. There's a lot more. So if you want us to do another episode on some crazy prison breaks, send us an email. Um, put in some of the ones you'd like us to talk about, and we'd be more than happy to do it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, our email address is thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, um, look, we've still got a few more minutes to go. So... Have you got any favourite prison movies, prison shows? Yeah, I do. Let's um, get into the fictional... The fictional, okay. Uh, prison. I was a big fan of Prison Break, as the listeners could obviously work yeah. out. Um, you know, you can't really go wrong with that. I don't mind a bit of a uh, bit of Adam Sandler, Long and Shard is always good for a bit of a yeah. laugh. Um, yeah, look. But was that a Prison Break movie? Um, I mean, it wasn't. Not prison. really. No, no. He was put in prison for. They tried to extend his sentence. Yeah. For uh, try to frame him for a murder. Yeah. So I think he got out with good behaviour. Yeah. Um, but the, the Last Castle was good with James Gandolfini and Robert yeah. Redford. That was a good prison movie too. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. I mean, everyone loves Shawshank Redemption. But the what Rock. about you? The Rock. Oh, the Rock. Sh- yes. Sean I mean, that, Connery, that, Nicholas that's Cage. That's a breaking in. Yeah, true. It is, isn't it? Uh, Sean Connery and Nicholas Cage. There's a lot of there's a lot of good movies out there. You know, prison. But I, I would say my favourite would definitely have to be Prison Break. In terms yeah, of that, that first season, though, yeah. was just you just ripped. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I just, then, no one had seen anything like it. 
Yeah. And it's just... Michael Schofield was a genius, clearly. I yeah. mean, to go to all of that just to get yeah. your brother, your half-brother, out of yeah. prison was amazing. And and our, our good friend Chris, who will be on a few episodes of this um, soon, hopefully, um, he got bored of the first season. He's like, I'll just watch them when they get out. And then he so he watched the first two episodes, and then he watched the last episode, and he goes, "That was stupid." But <laughs> and you're going, "You Cost missed the build-up. Exactly. Missed the, like there's this whole tension, and it's such a good, yeah. such a good. T- and we're not getting sponsored by Prison Break, and I mean, if Prison Break want to do a new season and want a sponsorship, that's fine. But yeah. no, look, and feel free to let us know your favorite prison TV shows and prison movies, and we might even do a special on those movies yeah. itself. We're we're only new. We're we're not new at podcasting, but we're new at this kind of stuff. So yeah. we're open to suggestions. If you've got any ideas for any any kinds of shows like this, that what you've heard yep. from the last couple of episodes, hit us up. And it doesn't just have to be Prison Break and no. and stuff. What what I want eventually get to is is you know true stories, things that happen in your life that's you know funny or amusing. Um, let's just tease out a little little something here. Um, I get weird customers where I work all the time. I, I sell hay for a living. And, for example, this customer... Well, a common thing that customers do is they want to sniff the hay to make sure it's not mouldy kind of stuff like that. So you get all these little old ladies coming down to the hay and <laughs> sniffing it away. And you go, oh, I don't like that. Um, but one day, this this truck pulls up. We've got, we got all this hay stacked near, near where he parks. And he just steps out of his truck and just face plants the hay and smells it like it's you know the greatest <laughs> thing and there's like a face indent in the hay and, he, and I'm going I don't think he realised I saw that because well you know there's, there's certain things you know? turn certain people on and <laughs> yeah. you know but we're, we're, we've all uh, like we're, we're all in our late 30s and we've all had interesting jobs I mean I used to be I was a car park manager for three years and you wouldn't think that'd be interesting but I got yeah. some stories to tell you about that too <laughs> Late yeah. late night shopping on a Thursday night and gangs and crazy people and yeah, yeah. so let us know what you're interested in. We're we're happy to yeah. happy and, to talk about any things. story you want. And and before at the very start of every episode, I play this little thing saying what we're all about and what um you know the stories we can share. Like you can send, email, send an audio clip, or come on and talk to us. What, yeah. Whatever you want to do. Um. We just want to hear those interesting, funny, random stories. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, like, it doesn't have to be just your everyday life. If you've been abducted by aliens or if you've been, if you've had supernatural encounters and stuff like that, we're very open and we believe in that kind of stuff. So but reach I do, out. I, I do want to, I don't want to make this a depressing podcast. <laughs> so, so look, look, interesting, just not, not sad. Not, I just, you know, the time we're living in right now, everyone needs a good laugh. So yeah. I agree, definitely. But definitely reach out to us. Yep, but primarily, let's stick to the email with uh, the true and the fictional at gmail.com. And see you next episode. See you next episode. Mm-hmm.